0: Hello! Hopefully everything's working. Hey! Yes, audio is Hi-ya. working. <laughs> Hello and welcome to, oh god, episode eight. Help me out here. Eight, right? It's eight? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Let's call it episode eight regardless. You're gonna
1: say with confidence. <laughs> you're telling me you lost count at eight already.
0: <laughs> yes, it's not taking much. Uh, welcome to episode eight of Zero Strategy. Uh, we hope you're well. Thank you for joining us in the, uh, the live stream. Uh we have a lot of fun things to talk about today. Uh today I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, first of all, Just Grog. Hello. We have the mighty kibbles. Yay. Yeah. And we have our special guest for today, Pigeon, Mr. Pigeon.
1: What's happening, Trips?
0: What's up? So lots of things to go over. First of all, um, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we talk about Twitch and about content creation and about video games and anything else that we feel is uh is relevant to that. Uh, if you happen to be watching the live stream, uh, twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast, you can come and ask us questions. Just make, make sure to add one of us or at the podcast in the, uh, in the chat and we will try and get to any questions. Uh, first thing I want to do, as we always do, is a brief catch up with everybody, find out what we've been playing, what we've been streaming and uh, what's been going on. So First of all, Kibbles, what have you been up to since the last show?
2: whole bunch of animal crossing (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yep a whole whole bunch i've been doing a lot of uh warzone also which has Mm. been
0: huge fun (laughs) yeah dude i've been i've been liking warzone for sure so have you been streaming animal crossing
2: no nope nope just just playing it off stream on the couch like absorbing myself into it
0: (laughs) (laughs) just uh working off that debt to tom nook Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Grok, what have you been up to?
3: Um, Kind of the same, just minus the Animal Crossing. Um, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Uh, I've been doing Apex um, both on console and on PC. Uh, took a step away from Destiny for a little bit. Um, we're going to do Trials tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but it's just, Destiny's just kind of in a funky place. Um, and right now it's just, I don't know kind of uh kind of just like in a holding pattern but things are good and i'm enjoying all the gaming i'm getting
0: in good (laughs) i'm glad to hear it um so myself is much the same uh, same as yourself destiny's a little dry for me at the moment um still playing at the weekends here and there i've been playing off stream a decent bit but uh, on stream it's a lot of warzone as well Uh, although after my shocking performance today We'll see how much of that we're doing but um warzone i think is is in a good spot it's uh for anyone that hasn't played it, it it's obviously it's a battle royale but it's it's got so many cool little features like the the gulag if you die you get a chance to 1v1 and if you win you, you get to come back so i think like for streaming as well there's always a chance that you're going to come back into the game uh which is really really nice i'm enjoying that um and yeah i mean as i say apart from that destiny just here and there when i when i can face it um well perfect that brings us to our guest this week mr pigeon um so what have uh well do you want to just give us a brief rundown kind of what your history's like how long you've been on twitch and and all the other things what you what you do on the internet
1: oh yeah sure uh well i actually started on twitch uh last january but i was quickly met with uh, a hiatus because i moved flats in glasgow and very quickly discovered my new place had terrible internet good old copper wire Ugh, so lovely. that plunged me into a big hiatus until um february this year where i discovered you can get 4g boxes that give you sort of pseudo um broadband speeds
0: right okay. so i was able
1: to find, uh, so i actually got back to twitch literally at the end of february and haven't stopped really kind of back where i started
0: yeah, you've been on a lot. Like, cause I I know I met you back when you originally started, and yeah, it yeah. was as as more or less shortly after we met that was when you kind of stopped streaming. Um, but yeah, it was good to see you back. I didn't actually know you were on a four G box. Is, how's that working out? Is it like is it quite stable?
1: It's, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, um, the speeds you get are pretty on point, and I've not had any kind of major issues uh, since I got the box. So I totally rate it. If you're like in the same sort of spot as me where if you've got like an old copper wire connection to your like your place hmm. uh, it does the job Dude, and it's honestly awesome. it's it's literally put me back where i wanted to be with the whole twitch scene and uh, streaming the games and stuff so
0: heck yeah yeah i've seen you've been on a lot lately so what's your sort of main games on stream what 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 would you say your your main stuff is
1: and uh, well for those that don't know i, I do actually play destiny quite a lot although it's on ps4 at the moment Um recently played final fantasy 7 remake which i'm head over heels for yeah and um, it's it's honestly it's it's nostalgia mixed with just total love of the franchise Um. so i'm probably plunging a few hours into that this week the rest of the weekend and stuff
0: awesome i see i never played the old final fantasies so it's uh the nostalgia's not there for me but I'm seeing a lot of people really enjoying that game, so I'm glad mm-hmm. to see people are into it.
1: Yeah, it's getting. I'm glad it got good reviews. Like it was one of those ones where if it didn't hit this hit the mark, it would uh, like jeopardized like future projects. I'd say. Yeah,
0: because it's episodic, right? So there's going to be more coming out for it. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, like they're they're going to yeah, spend, I like a long yeah a longer story for the whole thing. I mean, I've put like twelve hours in, and it's already so deep, like. What they've done with the the storytelling, and then the game like that's not even talking about the gameplay.
0: Sure, that's awesome. And how have you found switching from a game like Destiny, which is obviously very multiplayer focused, playing with people, um, quite fast paced, to then switching to Final Fantasy, which I assume's uh, I know it's like single player, but I assume it's a bit slower, more sort of RPG style.
1: Yeah, totally. Like it's. So much more relaxing, especially for streaming. You can just sit, enjoy the cinematics, all the dialogue, get involved in the story, and there's not a lot of forward planning for it. You're just like, you log in, you you're going to experience that that story, that excitement, rather than well, in Destiny where you you do make your own choices of what you want to do.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: I imagine it gives you a lot of latitude as well for like having conversations with chat. You know, like you, oh
1: yeah, you,
0: definitely. You, you you can you can decide
3: the pace at which you. Progress, you know, in terms of like carrying on the stream, whether you want to, oh like, yeah, you know, just take a moment to kind of like do a pseudo just chatting for a few minutes, or like kind of just do it between rounds.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the the things I did already was you're faced with all these wee side quests, and I'm the kind of person that does want to gloss over that stuff. I'm, I go, I want the, I want the completionist factor. So <laughs> already, I'm sure I'm about four hours into like the initial side quests, and then got back to the story. And that, that on its own just gives you that wee segue to just, like you said, you can just sit with chat and go, I'm doing stupid shit right now. Do you want to, like, let's just chat?
0: Yeah, have a conversation for sure. I, I, so I, I recently finished, finally finished Death Stranding uh, on stream. And that was like similar, like you say, it was about, a lot more relaxing. I could just kind of go live and, like you say, watch cutscenes. I mean, that game, the last two hours is pretty much one big cutscene it was just like watching a movie with chat which was great but the problem i had <laughs> was that i kept on pausing the cutscenes <laughs> to have a conversation totally ruin all the build-up of tension i'd be like right guys remember where we were this guy was about to like shoot someone or i don't know unpause and then yeah so uh definitely not something i'm used to i was definitely still in the mindset of like between rounds of pvp sit and have a conversation and then jump into the next game so uh definitely a different style but i, I enjoyed the heck out of uh, a nice single player game i need to find another one uh to dive into um well that's cool what i want to do uh is talk about so the first topic i want to go into is kind of social media uh how to do it right how to uh build a, a following how to be effective on social media and just kind of the best ways to use it as opposed to the the, the the bad ways to, or not bad ways, but the less effective ways to use social media. I'm no expert at all by any means, um, but I feel like we can hopefully come up with some tips as a group here. Uh, we have talked about this before a little bit. Um, but yeah, I feel we, we touched can...
3: on TikTok before. Right. to reach out.
0: Exactly. And I want to get into all that stuff. Um, but so the reason I, I wanted to, to talk about this, I know Pigeon, is quite the quite the Twitter guy, right? I see a lot of his tweets go viral. I've seen a lot of interaction on your your Twitter, and I kind of wonder. I know so in my head, right? I'm thinking I know you'd had to take that break from streaming, and I feel like, from my point of view, I feel like you focused really hard onto that social media and building that community there, and then are now kind of having that on the side with your stream as well. So was that your goal? When you had to take a break from streaming or has that just happened naturally
1: it absolutely was man like as soon as the I, I found out my internet was rubbish i was like i'm just gonna pour myself into the twitter scene with well in particular the destiny community which to that point in time i hadn't really known there was a, a whole twitter scene most yeah. of the the community i would saw was on reddit and like youtube so i just I don't even know what happened, it just clicked with me it just to just go straight into Twitter and start engaging with like, like-minded like people, they've got a Destiny profile pic, let's see who they are, what they do, what mm. they play on. And it very quickly, be- it just totally steamrolled from there, like following people but then seeing their posts about Destiny and then sharing opinions and stuff. And before I knew it I had more and more people following us each day, I would follow them back and you you start recognizing these people it's not it doesn't just become like a, a faceless name in your your feed that somebody go oh they're they're like commentating on this it's something to do with the game and uh you end up you get a rapport with them and mm-hmm. before you know it you've got community you've got discussion and it's all as long as it's like forward thinking i mean you definitely come across some uh interesting characters along the way where they're a bit uh and how they express themselves,
0: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, definitely had my ups and downs with that as well. But um, okay. again, that, that sorry, Gog. Oh, I was gonna
3: say, like, what do you what are your thoughts on? It sounds like you have kind of like a, a you take an amicable, sort of friendly approach towards like engaging other people on Twitter. But like, yeah. what are your thoughts on you know the the successes um, of those people who do choose to be polarizing? Like, I mean, I guess. Whether we like it or not, we just have to do a world-worthy call no, Whether we like it or not, <laughs> um, there's still attention. Mm-hmm. you know, like um, those people who yeah. are sort of blowhards and really bombastic, sometimes that's all on purpose just to be seen. Um, I oh, yeah. I'm kind of wondering like, you know, what your thoughts are, or I guess everyone's thoughts are on like being a presence. For good or for worse um that that is either infamous or famous you know because of either you're really friendly or you're just like really like you know polarizing
1: yeah again that you're totally right when you say that it works for some people and i think that comes down to their, their kind of charisma and our character and um, and how how they put those points across like I, that's not to say i've not had my ranty moments where i've just something's just really got to me and i'm just like oh rant um, But I always tend to, for me, my characteristic is I would go full circle and I would kind of probe what I just said and go, was that the right way to put that? And I could probably be more constructive next time. But yeah, some people with the extremities, they just, they get away with it because that's what you associate with them. So I guess when you're consuming content and you're, you're going through Twitter, any socials for that matter, someone will have that to give as their element for, well, that platform. Hmm. i mean
0: i think the the thing is particularly with the destiny side of the twitter community there is a lot of negativity often and i feel like it's it's tough because it's particularly with with destiny it's one of those games that i feel like people love it so much and then when they're unhappy with it those opinions come out um a lot more Uh, i know recently recently my twitter is just a wall of people complaining which i really i i can understand a lot of those tweets but it's it's hard to kind of keep that positivity when so many people are like that i mean i was watching a streamer right before the show here who literally had a command set up to say i'm not going to talk about destiny i'm not going to talk about balance or the future or any of this i'm just going to play the game mm-hmm. and have fun and it's like i feel that you know as a as a streamer you probably know this as well pitch for for destiny particularly when yeah. someone comes in and they're like oh i hate this i hate this Blah blah, blah it's so hard to keep positive when someone's yeah, just having that negative side of you just constantly and i i believe a lot of the time it comes from a good place of i just want the game to be better but it is it's it's tough to keep that that positive attitude so i mean and again i don't really see that from you on, on twitter at all it's always kind of light positive yeah, yeah. things so uh well done for that for sure
1: um, definitely like one of the the things I did mention was like when you're streaming these games you're heavily dependent on its content cycle mm. and if that content cycle fails then you're kinda you're pushed for what you're you're gonna do. And that that's that's it's like hard enough if you're playing it ten, twelve hours a day. Like I know some of us definitely could pull off. Um but when it becomes their job and they're trying to see the best of it but they know that deep down it's it's a struggle. So yeah, taking to Twitter and stuff's definitely been a a platform to do that sort of discussion on and talk about the content cycle. And again, that depends who, who you actually follow and surround yourself with. Like that can be quite biased. So definitely watch out for that when you're you're finding people. Like you said, Grog, like the the polarised kind of opinions can actually be good because it gives you that second that that opposite sort of like point of view that you might not see because again algorithms are a thing and you've got people it becomes like kind of a circle jerk where you're all agreeing at the same thing and it's like right so we must be right whereas it's definitely good to find those counter opinions
0: but
3: i also think that like it depending on the game because although we i think we all we've all you know played destiny at one point some of us currently some of us in the past like (laughs) regardless of what the game is um, I think some franchises are just more memeable than others, too. And, like, part of that, I think, can sometimes... This... Um, this inclination to lampoon or or poke fun of or make fun of, like, a franchise, I think can sometimes make it easier to skew into negativity quickly. Um, and that may not always be the case, but, like, I don't know, like, Destiny, for example, is highly memeable. There's just between quotes and pictures and characters and it just has this long like lineage of um you know fans and history surrounding the games that like people can use that to just kind of pull it apart Um but yeah, yeah I don't know
0: yeah no I mean it's it's I do to completely take your point and it's it's uh sorry people in chat I've got Grog as loud as we can have him. Um same with everybody at 200% so hopefully just just turn your speakers up (laughs) i can hear them okay in mine so um as i say hopefully it should be it should be good but we're as loud as possible um yeah what i was going to say the um the twitter side of things just to kind of go back to the the strategy regarding that the when you were kind of throwing yourself in twitter pigeon did you have a kind of okay i want to put out x amount of tweets today or did you take it as let's just kind of whatever i think of is going out there like kibbles has mentioned in the past his strategy for twitter's kind of stream of consciousness just you know (laughs) and some of the things i see kibbles tweet is is questionable (laughs) (laughs) but um you know it's it's you do better than me like my twitter is barren a lot of the time i just don't tweet uh because i think like i second guess myself i'm like you know this tweet isn't funny i'm just not going to bother or you know i think well maybe this is too much of a hot take I shouldn't do it I don't want any drama like you know what was <laughs> did you kind of have a plan for that or were you just kind of taking as it as it goes
1: so originally obviously it's it started out as a personal twitter account and um, I like I instantly like fell for twitter when I got it because I have countless thoughts on it on the daily so um being able to like micro was like mm. great for me as a person uh, but when I started the the sort of Destiny commentary, um, I never really thought about if I was going to put X amount of t- tweets out each day. It just became quite topical. It became maybe sharing screenshots and then talking about in-game things, and then it went from there. And I realised there was like a sort of crossroads: do I, I keep this as a personal account, or do I set up a like a separate account to? like, be the, the Destiny side of things, or okay. the, in this case, the Twitch thing, uh, Twitch side of things. And I, can't, I was one of my friends that literally say that it says, just do what you want to do with it. So I do, I, do, I post my, my sort of personal things as well on it, like what I'm getting up to and flipping pictures of my dinner or whatever, you know, like <laughs> t- typical, like, hu- humane Social things. Social media things. And I actually, I actually think that's better for you when you are constructing like a network is to show you like your, your humanity to the like your community rather than just i'm going to talk hard facts about the game i can sit and go oh i'm getting up to this tonight oh look at this you know
0: yeah but again I mean... that
1: that's subjective you know like that's a crossroads that you might face am i going to have a branded side of things or just going to be a mixture of the two as well
0: yeah i 100 percent agree and a lot of the time if you are you know trying to be a a content creator a streamer then you are your brand so having that personal thing you know we all know that on twitch that's the main draw for a lot of people is the personality of the of the streamer the broadcaster uh the creator so having that twitter be just your personal twitter to me was was always kind of the way i wanted to do um and I, yeah i mean i understand in some circumstances where you may want to have a separate account for uh, you know if it is a, a heavily branded thing that's not directly related to you like we've got a separate podcast twitter for example and i'm not going to tweet out like pictures of my dinner on that that okay, yeah. you know but um for everything else yeah i mean i would always want to have it on on the one um do you have any experience with any other social medias at all like would you uh, do you spend most of your time on twitter or is there other other accounts that you use for for other things or kind of what's your how how do so, you deal with
1: that uh, like so well i'm actually one that i think gets overlooked quite a lot is discord mm. i feel i started out with discord i had zero clue what i was doing with it i actually deleted it because i hated the notification <laughs> sort of thing <laughs> like beeping off every two seconds but um i must have came back to it a few months later and i set up my, own, my first ever server myself mm. and very quickly realized that it's such a powerful tool for gaming and networking and general kind of hanging about. More Discord servers again, obviously, but gets quite saturated. But
0: yes, <laughs>
1: again, again, if you like build up that properly and make it a place that people enjoy visiting, then like people start talking like mad in it, and it becomes like the way you talk to people on Messenger and stuff. You know, like I, I don't know for some of your accounts but i've been in discords where they've got a general chat section and people are just chatting away talking about their day and i think that gets overlooked a lot because that discord's tied to a streamer for say or content creator in general and if they're in that server having a great time with that community they're going to want to come and hang in your streams they're going to want to watch your youtube videos they're going to do all that sort of stuff so, yep. I think Discord get, definitely gets overlooked, and it's such a powerful tool, especially if you set up and find the right community to, like, fill those pages.
0: Absolutely. We preach Discord a lot in here. Cable's um, like, what's your... Because I know you've got, obviously, your own Discord server, and I put a lot of work into it. What's your kind of thoughts on using Discord as as a social media, in a way?
2: Um, kind Or of like even I'll just the importance thing. of Discord? Oh, yeah. No, it's... It's great because you can connect with your community in a way that you couldn't really on other ways. Because like Pigeon says, it's more like instant messenger in a lot of ways. So instead of just having a quick conversation on a certain topic on Twitter or talking on Twitch, just you can talk about whatever you want in Discord. <laughs> yeah. it's nice. Or you can just go, oh, I found this funny thing or this interesting thing and then just dump it in there. For sure. You find a lot of neat things that people post in there
0: i always Um, think discord is for the kind of more central members of your community right like again i'm looking at it from the point of view of a a content creator if somebody's going to come in and you know they may follow my channel that's cool they may come back they may not they may pop in every so often and then you've got the people that are going to follow your channel and be in your discord and they're the people that really want to connect with that community more and being able to chat in their off stream you know and be part of the the without sounding cheesy like the family right because then they've got access to speak to these people anytime they want and uh, I, I think when I started the discord it was a huge huge uh, kind of stepping stone for, for me personally and I, gets crazy like I'm bad at discord I'm in as Pidge referenced I'm in tons of discords and I have so many notifications it would make anyone sick to see my discord notifications and i'm the sort of person that will clear out my emails every day like you know my wife opened her email she's got like two thousand unread emails like it drives me crazy but discord i'm i gave up a long time ago like there's there's no way i can i can keep up with it and even now when i'm playing with a friend and it's like oh we we'll use your server i'm like okay where you know open the folder is it in this one like where is it because <laughs> there's so many yeah. um, but i do think focusing in on one or two specific communities Is a huge way to build friendships and build connections and I we use discord for everything. We're using it right now for this call Uh, I use it to arrange streams with other, you know other people I want to play games with to set up community nights to talk to designers or video editors I, I use it for everything. It is the most Versatile tool it has its issues. Yes, but to me, I think it is just You need to have one right you need to have a discord um if you are trying to grow a community or a brand or, or something like that um have any of you guys messed i know me mean grog talked about it a little messed with the the new audio features that they just added the the one that cuts out on background noise Crisp. oh no they I've, just I was, I was added was this
2: around yesterday when i was trying to figure something out but yeah, soon, I, I have soon. messed around with attenuation a little bit
3: yeah, so discord just recently there's an update I think this past week that um, included uh, I guess they appropriated a company um, called crisp and it uses machine learning to in essence try to try to separate human speech from all other sounds um, and so in addition to the noise suppression then there's also this uh, noise reduction and if you activate that it's using this kind of like machine driven ai to try to figure out what the best sound is now it's un- it's new so it's unclear if it learns you um through time or if it's just learning everyone and then over the time it'll just keep getting better and better
0: yeah no absolutely and it sounds very fancy and it sounds very clever but i don't like it i hate it <laughs> um <laughs> As uh, someone was just pointing out in chat, it's it's we tested it a little bit today, and a robotic. It, it's a little robotic. I feel like it muffles uh, the voice of the person talking as well. And obviously, it doesn't. It won't affect you if you're if you're streaming, right? Whatever's in Discord is only affecting the other people you're talking to in Discord, right? So it doesn't affect your stream, but it might affect someone else's stream if you're playing with them. Uh, and we we tested it today. And i just kind of said right okay i'm gonna switch it on now and immediately everyone was like oh god no turn off turn it off like (laughs) you know because it it's it doesn't sound horrible but i feel like it sounds worse if that makes sense maybe and i don't know how deep i'm thinking about this but we'd said obviously machine learning and you know maybe it gets better over time you need to have it on for longer for it to identify these things i don't know how it works i'm not a scientist but you know, maybe it's one of these things that just gets better over time, uh, but for the time being, I'm not going to be using it. Um, so sorry to anyone that I'm playing with if I'm want to eat a packet of crisps, you're going to have to hear it while I'm while we're while we're <laughs> playing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so obviously we we agree Discord, big for like building community, Twitter, kind of same situation, right? Um, what do uh, so like Pigeon when you go live on on stream? Oh, I'm getting an echo. Anyone else hear that? Yeah, Someone that goes might be straight. me. Oh my goodness, Grog, you're so loud! Oh now. hey, oh, something happened. Let me fix. Coming right. in hot now. Right, anybody watching live, give me Was just it- a second. <laughs> is it picking up your webcam, Mike? Perhaps. Okay, ah. that is much better. Okay, beautiful. Echo. Hopefully, hopefully that's a little better now. <laughs> right, we're back. Yes, yeah, so um. Twitter, when you pull, po- like, for example, um, I think all of us do the same. When you go live, you post a tweet with your Twitch link and stuff, right? Anybody kind of want to jump in on how to do that? How to make a better tweet? What's a bad going live tweet? And what's a good going live tweet? I feel like using a boilerplate is bad. Right, hang on. I'm going to turn, turn you down a little more. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Um,
1: you're in my brain dude
0: <laughs> right do you want to repeat that i missed what you said uh
3: i think like having a boilerplate can be bad um i do i have a stock standard boilerplate that like if um sometimes if i'm like 20 minutes before i'm live like i actually want to post a meteor tweet like i i have the time to compose something or I i really want to um I don't know like it's just in that moment that's where i'm gonna put the bulk of it and then it's like hey look for me in a half hour i'll be posting that i'm going live then i feel like it's fine to just like post something like hey i'm live playing blah blah blah." Mm. um but i think generally like having the same graphic or the exact same phrasing um can be rough every single time um because it just doesn't feel like you're putting in the effort um it just feels i don't know it falls kind of flat
0: for sure i uh I sorry go ahead Kevils. you were about to say something
3: and i
2: <laughs> I, know, I know we've talked about it before but uh, i think cyber was the one that brought it up where if you put a picture or a video along with it with your link it'll get picked up better to more people if as opposed to just putting some text in a link not a lot of people are going to be seeing it
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's
2: the way that twitter works that's something
1: i've experimented with i've i've like posted various like selfies if you will, pre pre stream <laughs> selfies. Like look here I am, this is uh, this is literally me right now. But um looking at other uh, content creators, I think one of my favourite things has been custom gifts. I think they they really go a long way. Yeah. Especially because you can use like clips from your streams, like funny moments, um goofy moments, whatever. It could be anything. And that's something you can evolve because it's it's like going live you post your gif and then the next time you're live you have a completely different gif of something that happened on the last stream i think that's quite engaging because people can go oh what they what were they up to this time oh i missed that stream awesome oh, so that's what ha-, like there's a wee brief insight to what happened sure so i think i think those go go a long way but yeah definitely doing the whole sort of uh, what was it boiling pot approach like as bo- well
3: boilerplate like just a, a stock standard like it's just it's matching a formula you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. have a script, and you're just sticking to that script, and only changing like a couple words here and there per stream. Or a bot that just does your tweets.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was about to say. I, I, I used to have a button on my stream deck that I would hit, and it would auto tweet for me, and it had a template. <laughs> Worst thing I've ever done. I'm so glad I stopped doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you need to. It's definitely one of the things you need to figure what works, what gets the clicks. Um. And I like, like I said, I think personally having some sort of clip in a gift format goes a long way. Um, it could even be a, a channel trailer as well um, for people to see. Mm. People I mean, the nice like, thing
3: about a gift you know, too is that uh, it auto plays and it's going to mm-hmm. keep keep playing, yeah. so if they linger to like read the message it's they're they're being engaged on a happened. regular basis yeah yeah Absolutely. They're seeing
0: it. i uh so my strategy for a while was to post a really bad joke um when i went live and i'll say that that was some of the fastest growth i ever had on twitter and i actually was getting direct clicks to my stream most of it was people coming in to tell me they hate me because that joke was so bad (laughs) but i think that's the only time where i've had i can i can say for a fact someone's come into the stream and said i had to come in here and tell you that i hate that joke but here's a follow it was i got a laugh out of it whatever right i don't think that's ever happened to me in any other circumstance uh the only reason i stopped doing that is because i just couldn't keep thinking of jokes every day and like I, just, I was like, uh, some of these are too bad. Th- thinking. Yeah. Thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, I, what I've what i done recently and what I've been doing is is I will just, before I go live, I'll look at what clips have happened on the stream in the last 24 hours, find a good one, chuck it on Twitter, right? And we talked about it before with posting clips. You know, don't post the link to the clip because then they have to click it and go through all these other steps. Just upload the video, right? If you're on a PC, it takes two seconds to download a clip upload to twitter you know like we said with gifts auto plays, it works better people are more likely to watch it um but i think that you know like we're saying just a just text it's not gonna catch the eyes i don't know if any of you have ever kind of so i had somebody follow me the other day i can't remember the name so i'm not throwing shade at anyone right but someone followed me i clicked on the profile streamer and i was like okay cool and i scrolled through and they had nothing but going live tweets every single tweet was the same and there was no pictures no videos just i'm live link right terrible way to do things in my opinion right that's uh, what's the value of following that person's twitter you know i, I want to get a little bit more maybe if you just want it if you're just there to be notified when they go live then then fine but uh to me that's not a good Uh, way to to run it you know you need to have interesting content on there just like you need to have interesting interesting content on your stream or your youtube or or whatever right
3: um and as much as it makes me sad to say this as a librarian um people just really aren't into reading much anymore (laughs) um and honestly if you have something that is visually engaging be it a clip be it a montage be it just you know like uh, a funny gif that it maybe it's not yours, but just accompanies like a brief, you know, witty remark that you like have have thrown in there to let people know that you're going live or just a reaction to the stream you just had. Like, anything that's a visual component is going to catch the eye. Um, all, honestly, sometimes the more bombastic the image, the better, because people are just going to like stop their scrolling and be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I see what <laughs> this is about. I mean, like whenever I am scrolling through and I see Kibbles's, like He's going live things. I have to stop because they're so fucking bizarre. That how <laughs> can I not?
0: Yeah. Like you know, sometimes <laughs> he's
3: just shouting at me. And he's got a knife. We're like you know, I, I, I like I. It's it's I think it's like um it's almost like the Joe Exotic effect, right? Like mm. you, it is the train wreck you can't help but look at, and if you. <laughs> Um, no
0: offense Kipples. No, <laughs> no, no no
3: i mean this is this, I'm, he's smiling cuz he knows this is a compliment um, yeah. but yeah it's just one of those things where you need i mean how how cuz at the end of the day like for forgetting twitter even for a second be it um tiktok be it uh facebook um twitter uh any other messaging service like how are you going to how are you going to get people to stop and pay attention to you over everything else i mean we're saturated with media um they're they're following their own friends you know sometimes you're showing up in people's feeds because like a friend of a friend liked it you know so sometimes people don't even have to be following you to see it so if you can get your own friends to even like it and i don't mean like tell all your friends to go like all your shit but i mean sure like if you if... don't go and like <laughs> uh, i've been doing it wrong <laughs> if, if, if people are genuinely interested in what you're doing and they like it other people will see it too even if they're not following you and that's you know the algorithms are smart enough to know that usually you're a few degrees apart from people that you share a lot of commonalities with. So if you can engage not only the people that you don't know but the people you do know, there's a good chance that maybe some of that will filter through at some point. And I think like having a visual component is really, really crucial um because if it if even if it was a unique text, like letters and words every single time, but no images through an entire feed, people aren't going to keep scrolling forever. like they're just not. If, yeah sadly the,
0: the nature of it is very much just scroll that's all it's the first it's thing i do when driven. i wake up in the morning yeah, yeah. I, I open twitter and i just scroll through it and i'll stop if something catches my eye that that's you've got to always be thinking about what is what is going to catch someone's eye you know i think that's the, yeah. the main thing
1: it's a total it's a total like cultural thing from like meme consumption memes are so like, it's like a hit of dopamine, it's like, ah, and then that's it. it. You've, you've taken that hit and that meme is no longer going to get, obviously there's like classic stuff that you'll always come back and have yeah. a laugh at and you'll share it about, but see the time that's shared about, you've seen it all. And yeah, that's, that's where the consumption factor comes in. People want the next, the next thing to see and like take in.
0: Exactly. Short attention span. That's it. You, you have to keep keep uh, the momentum going and keep people uh, entertained with that. Um, I feel like I had other questions on uh, Twitter specifically, but uh, does anyone else use any other forms of social media other than Discord or Twitter? Uh, again, with, I guess, a focus of growing a community, growing, you know, because ultimately, I mean, my goal is social media, build that community, but try and get them into the stream, right? Or try and get them into the YouTube channel to see some of that content. Um, I mean Instagram I don't use, for example. Any of you guys Instagram fans at all?
1: I can't I, dabble I, to Instagram.
3: I am a fan of it, but just for personal reasons, I don't like do any of my game related stuff there. Um I mean it's at the end of the day, I think that if it, it depends on what you want out of your stream. Um if if you really want to connect with people um in in respect to your gaming interests then you really need to be where those people are already congregating. You know, right. I mean, it just doesn't, you know, it's like if if you're trying to advertise to doctors, you're not going to go down to the local Chipotle Mexican <laughs> restaurant and, like, advertise. Like, it doesn't make sense you'd go outside a hospital. Like, so if wherever the gamers are, that's where you should be if that's the focus. But if you're, I mean, I could see that if you, like, Twitch has such um a big... um. Connection with gaming, but if you were like um, someone who is on Twitch and you're doing Twitch things, or you're doing like live original music, or you're a visual artist, like then maybe you should be advertising and like networking on like Deviant Art or like you should be on um, ArtStation or you should be on you know what I mean, like whatever yeah. it is, that's what you should be doing. So if there's a uh, f- um, sandbox for you to engage people based on what your stream is that's where you should chase. So if all the destiny fans are on Twitter, it makes sense to network there, you know, but if you're um really into like like um friend of the stream uh Dolly, like he does video editing. I'm sure that there are forums and 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 GitHubs that like, you know, you can come together and like talk about that shit. That's probably where you want to be, right? Cuz you're going to mm. attract all the other nerds. I mean, you can just say, "Here's my Twitch link. Come follow me." Um, Because you're not necessarily trying to attract a gamer if that's not your specialty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I've I've, I've attempted the Instagram thing, and like I'm making this joke about posting photos of your dinner, but I could easily cut like the state of my Instagram just now, it's almost all personal. So if I uploaded uh, a Twitch related thing, I could see maybe two two hits on it, maybe. Whereas if I post my flipping dinner, it could be 30 plus because people, that's what. I've used that to kind of show myself, so that's something you can react to quickly as well. And it's like you said, Grog, like you congregate in these places, and you'll see the returns on those, um, like people coming back, and that's when you you slip them a, a link to your your main platform that you're trying to <laughs> grow. For sure. Hey, check this out. <laughs> the old bait and switch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I totally agree. And, like, for, for my, my limited experience of Instagram was I would post a clip from the stream, I would put a few hashtags, and I would immediately get just bots liking and following, yeah. free Fortnite V-Bucks accounts, you know, all this stuff. And it just – I gave up. And, and I'm, I'm a, big, uh, a big believer in just, like, reusing your content, recycling your content so you, you have a good stream, you maybe get a few good clips out of that stream. Post them on Twitter, post them on TikTok, post them mm-hmm. on on Instagram, and I just cut Instagram out completely now, and I I just don't I straight up don't use it anymore. Uh, I like I know that people love it, right? My my wife is always on Instagram mm-hmm. looking at stuff, right? But again, I feel like the the gaming content isn't maybe there, like it perhaps used to be. I don't know if it is now. TikTok is one for me where I felt like there was a lot of gaming content on there, and I I still feel like there is, but maybe like the destiny because there was a, i f- i felt there was a strong destiny community on tiktok i mean i follow a guy on tiktok who just all his videos are done in a full lord shack's cosplay <laughs> right and i and i follow this guy who does completely non destiny related things but just in a in a full lord shack's costume and it's goddamn <laughs> hilarious right and like um you know there are there is that community on tiktok for destiny content but like right now i'm noticing there's a big trend of memes of of call of duty warzone with the gulag in particular big big trend in in memes on there so i feel like that's maybe somewhere you should be posting call of duty clips because maybe that's going to get some traction on there i mean i know kibbles has had a you know at least one maybe more video kind of pick up on tiktok and go huge i mean you had a minecraft clip that went insane right (laughs) like and that was because minecraft was popping back then right yeah you know and you got in there at the right time
2: post animal crossing stuff right now i'm sure it would Cause there's a lot of even just literally filmed at like a camera facing the switch yeah something like that and it'll show up on my for you page it's like holy crap it, it, it doesn't <laughs> it have to be high effort because there's yeah. so many stupid things that happen in that game and tarantulas just want your soul so, uh, <laughs> that's the <takeaway> there.
0: <laughs> but yeah i think that's a big one and I, I i keep saying it and i will keep saying it if you're trying to grow a, a stream or a youtube channel whatever you can't ignore TikTok. There, there's just millions of eyes on TikTok. And, you know, I found YouTubers that I now watch on YouTube because I saw a couple small clips on uh, TikTok that I thought were hilarious. And I went and found their channel, which is right there. You know, I can just click on their profile straight to their YouTube channel. And now I'm going to watch their full videos, you know. Uh, I've seen people do the same on mine where they like a clip and they come over and will watch a YouTube video, right? Like, it's, <clears throat> I think, very, very powerful, but you have to know where the trends are you know um
3: well and one thing i just want to tack on there uh when you mentioned hashtags like i used to add hashtags to things i don't anymore Hmm. um which actually is funny because like i mean fundamentally hashtags are a really cool way to handle metadata but the problem is is that they've become synonymous at least within certain social media um, like forums as like this low effort like bandwagon-y kind of thing yeah and it's it's it is irritating because sometimes like when you have a really important topic or you have something that is on brand on a theme like hitting it with a hashtag fundamentally should be a good thing it means that you're gonna like do an aggregate search and get all of those things in one broad sweep but it is it's demonized and we're not demonized, but it's it's looked down upon in some places. It's almost like putting you know t t v in your you know like hashtags name. support
0: small streamers
3: right, and like it just <laughs> becomes a joke in of itself sometimes and or it just looks low effort and I think like hashtags should be used sparingly um I also think that like you also have to know the like the social media forum that you're trying to like um rub shoulders with and like realize whether it is or isn't a place for self-promotion reddit is not a good place for self-promotion like you will be shit (laughs) like you will be downvoted into oblivion um one because people are spiteful but two like that's not the place like unless it's um yeah unless unless it's a unless it is like a subreddit that is like specifically targeted at self promotion. And then of course there's exceptions, but it's probably just going to be full of people all trying to self promote to other people who are self promoting, which is like this circle jerk of like, well, what is this even doing? Um, So knowing like Twitter and other things seem to be more about having either, you know, a dialogue with sort of a back and forth repartee, or you're actually just like, you know you're you're dropping a thing off you're not planning to follow it back up it's just like that dopamine hit you're you're dropping a funny post and people are going to come check it out um but there are places where you don't want to be advertising and yeah you know
0: yeah. absolutely uh, it's interesting. I, sorry go on, you go ahead Pitch.
1: oh yeah it was again just adding a few things on here um instagram's got this really cool feature where it serves up a kind of curated post for you and it'll say, you recently liked X amount of posts with this in the tagline. And I think that's something that gets overlooked. Like like you said, Grog, like a few hashtags, not a pure copy paste of your same old hashtags. A couple of unique hashtags go a long way on Instagram. And that person could end up, whoever's consumed that content, could see your post come up more regularly and that could lead to a follow and that could lead to more likes. And again that that's when they get filtered through into your streams, your YouTube channel. Um,
3: and yeah, th- yeah. You have to be tactful, like you said, because like Instagram it actually makes a lot of sense. Hashtags are powerful because the the service itself is then promoting you without you having to do anything. Whereas Twitter doesn't do that. Hashtags are there purely for a search capacity. Yeah. So it's like if you yes. want to search Like, you have to kind of know what the purpose of the hashtag for the platform even is. For Twitter, it's bad because it's like, well, if I want to look up, you know, like, hurricane crisis, and there's a hurricane that just happened, like, I can type that in and I can see everything that's attached to it, but it's voluntary. Like, I, that's why they're suggested on the side yeah you have to be wanting it already and searching it out which at that point even if it doesn't have a hashtag chances are the algorithms is going to be smart enough to be able to pick it up anyway but instagram like you said because it's doing the work for you and just pushing it in your direction yeah you just you got to know your environment um but yeah i agree instagram is is a good place to do it
0: it's a good point i I think think things that are very heavily driven by algorithms absolutely like again with to come back to TikTok i've experimented with some posts with no hashtags whatsoever and then some posts with like obscene amounts of hashtags to see which is going to get picked up and honestly i I find it very hard to tell because i'll see posts that come up on my for you page that have got you know millions of likes and no like literally nothing in the hashtag nothing in the description not it's just a video and it got picked up by the algorithm and then there's times where you know something's got a specific hashtag that i've found because okay i like the hashtag destiny too so that clip's then been thrown to me because i like that hashtag or i've liked videos with that hashtag before um what you're saying like with twitter there is a a mindset of it does look almost kind of thirsty in a way like you know when you're doing hashtag streamer retweets hashtag sports spawn streamers you know all this stuff and it's like you have to look at it as no, who's searching that hashtag, right? Who's searching sports small streamers? I'm sure there's maybe some people, but probably not a lot, right? And it's, particularly with Twitter, if I see a going live post where they're adding all these retweet bots and they're hashtagging everything, it's like you're getting, it's fake engagement. You know, at best, you've got, okay, this bot's got 100,000 followers, but all it does is just retweet and people aren't clicking it you know the people are not going to be going and checking that out hashtags for me it's like if it's relevant i'll maybe throw one in there uh if i'm playing a new game you know like when death stranding came out Mm -hmm. i can be like oh i'm going live with hashtag death stranding it makes sense people might be searching that because they want to see information about the game so it makes sense to tweet to to do it then but there is no point in in doing a hashtag where no you you just have to think is it likely that someone's going to search this and are they doing that for the right reason and if not, then just don't put it in your tweet because it does look bad. And if I see someone that's doing all that, I am not clicking that tweet. I'm not following that person because it's like you you just, they've put no thought into it, right? It's its lazy almost is, is how it comes across. Um, but like you said, on the inverse of that, these platforms that have an algorithm that are more likely to serve you content, hashtags can be valuable. But again, I think it's using them in, in context where it's relevant and it makes sense and you're not abusing it right um a lot of really good points there honestly and and yeah just don't use too many hashtags like please please don't do that <laughs> well,
3: i will say um although youtube isn't exactly like a social it is a media platform but it's not necessarily a social media platform in the same way that these others are use as many tags as possible like use as many tags as pop like you should be tagging like not just like junk tags but things will get found because their algorithm is so good that you should be tagging like you know uh like pvp and you know um like raid and you know like if you're in a like notable stream team or a clan or something like you should be tagging all that stuff because like all of those things are behind the scenes that like no one ever goes to the bottom of a YouTube video and like goes deeper to see like, Oh, I wonder uh, if fallout plays put like what, what hashtags you put in. It's like, no, no one's checking that, but the system is, and the mm-hmm. system is like really good at serving up content to people. So if, if there's a strong um, automated form of moderation for delivering content to you, then I think sometimes those things can really pay dividends and sometimes yeah, you can have videos that like really pop off without even trying just because you came up with a clever title and you came up with like clever tags that went with it. Um, I think the tags should not be part of your message. I guess that's like, for me, like that's the fundamental takeaway. Like what you're trying to say to people should be what you're trying to say. Your hashtag is not part of the body of your content. Yeah. Like, cause, cause like on Instagram, the picture is what they see first. The text is, is tertiary. And then like the hashtag is, maybe glanced over but like in twitter it's all about the text even when there's a gif attached or there's a photo attached or a video attached it's still uh, you know 140 plus characters of like text so at the end of the day that hashtag should supplement your content it shouldn't be your content
0: agreed 100 percent uh, do we have any final sort of thoughts on this, or do we want to move on? We know we don't have too much time left, but I'd like to briefly talk about our other kind of topic for today, if, if anyone's got anything else.
1: I, Valorant. I did, so I did have one thing just to add and all that, and it was, again, this is like so something I've learned, but see that kind of omnipresence thing? Like, that comes once you've focused on each of your platforms. Like, trying to do everything at once, I definitely don't recommend... definitely build each sort of part of your network up first see what works as well obviously Mm. and then from that it goes into your omnipresence with what you're about where you found your right communities
0: yeah that's solid absolutely cool uh well the other thing i wanted to get into probably quite briefly i don't want to dive too deep i mean i'm certainly not an expert on this topic but um what's been happening on twitch the past a week, week and a half, two weeks, roughly, uh, which is the the current beta for Valorant, which is Riot's new shooter game. It is like, I guess, CSGO, but with abilities and, and, and champions or characters, um, and it is popping off on Twitch. Um, <laughs> there is yeah it's it's crazy so i'm just looking right now just the top channel i follow uh is xqc and he currently has hundred and eighty eight thousand viewers <laughs> which um i don't know how familiar you all you guys are with xqc but that is so that's is, that's a big increase on his sort of average viewership um who wants to explain why why viewership is so high right now <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i've waited seven days and nothing
0: nothing <laughs> I Unlocking.
1: got mine last night. I just installed <laughs> it while we were talking. <laughs>
3: so for 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 folks that don't know the game, right now, like it's in a private beta. Uh, well, it's a private slash public, like it's invite only. So you can only get an invitation to the beta if you've linked your Twitch account with Riot Games, your Riot Games info, and watch a stream where drops are enabled. So if you're You could watch people stream the game. If drops aren't enabled, you're not going to potentially get an invite code. And it's just down to dumb luck. I mean, maybe there's other stuff behind the scenes. You know, there's no way to know if they prioritize people who are already affiliates over people who are partners, over people who are just like prime members versus like the casuals that Mm. are just have an account. There's no way to know that. Um, And it's also like Riot has said that they're going to put out I think 250,000 codes or keys but um, that they made an announcement that they are um, recalling some keys that are being sold. Um, If they can figure out that it's been sold or will be sold or is advertised to be sold they're actually taking those keys back. So it's like it's a little unclear how the distribution is happening other than people are just sitting there with a stream open and their fingers crossed and there's that you know, like funny little things where people don't even realize what could be hurting them. Where apparently you don't count as a viewer on Twitch if you have a chat muted or not a chat, but like a stream muted. You could mute a tab um, and not have audio coming in from the, the tab in your browser. But if you have, you say, Oh, I'm going to leave a tab open for you, and you just mute the channel, you don't count as a viewer on Twitch. Um, and so you're also not, you're taking yourself out of the pool for drops. Um, as a result which there's all this like no one no one has stated that explicitly i mean the information is out there but like you know twitch doesn't go trumpeting this news yeah <laughs> so there's no way to know and like i oh my god i was on Giggs's stream just to check in and people were so fucking toxic they were just talking shit on him and just like <laughs> you know he he was like uh I, you know chat like what do you think like uh i mean i don't know this map seems really like geared towards like playing the B location and one person was like how the fuck should I know I don't even have the game you're asking us for our input it's just like whoa wow (laughs) I mean it's people are heated over wanting yeah. it and can't get it. Hmm. Um and I think the exclusivity of it right now is what's really driving the demand you know more than anything.
0: I heard you just have to go in and type exclamation point key or exclamation point <laughs> drops and that gives you an extra 5% chance of getting one. That's why I heard streamers that. love it. I don't know. Streamers love <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I was I was lucky enough to get my drop. Um I've heard things uh, the official Twitch help Twitter account did say that you don't have to have 20 tabs open you know as long as you're watching one stream then that is as good as watching 10 streams they're they're all your chances are the same either way what i've heard um the apparently i'm told you only need to watch for like two hours a day and you're in the pool when i got my drops i'd been i had been streaming and i had i think three or four valorant streams open in the background while i was live um and i didn't get a drop and i was like okay fine whatever and at the end of the day i shut everything down went to bed and maybe an hour later i got an email saying i had a a drop and i wasn't even watching a stream live so i was kind of like oh i don't know what's happening here maybe i should just keep quiet about this but apparently (laughs) that's the thing if you're watching for a certain amount of time then you're in the pool for that for some period i don't really know Um, you're in the running it's
2: a decent period because i haven't watched any of them in about two days and i got mine last night see so, there you go so I was a little far off. <laughs> i was like eh, it's not gonna happen okay yeah
0: then bam. it's it's a little weird um we found out the game is region locked though so like i have an eu account and i tried to play with an american friend we couldn't yeah. play together and obviously yeah. it's it's not as simple as just oh go and make a an eu account because then they won't have the the game on that account so it's all a bit you know a bit of a nightmare with people trying to get these keys but i guess what i want to get into is the power of of twitch drops right now because and this is something that has happened before i know that i'm thinking i think it was uh was it warframe had uh, drops on for a long time where if you were like a warframe partner there was a chance that you could get loot in game by watching a streamer and i know that the warframe directory kind of blew up for a while because of that uh, but what we're seeing now with Valorant is, is on a different level. You know, I, I, when the other day I opened up the directory and there was something like 1.5 million viewers yeah. watching Valorant <laughs> on Twitch. It's, it's insane. I mean, people are doing numbers. I watched Summit 1G, who had 260,000 viewers, which is like, you know, you don't see that on a single stream since Ninja Left. You know, that's, that's big, big numbers. Now, obviously, a lot of it is down to the drops do you guys think that we'll continue to see these numbers when the drops stop will they go back to normal will they be slightly higher i mean what are your guys thoughts on it
2: i think there will be a pretty significant drop yeah,
3: yeah. definitely a drop yeah when when there's when there's i mean people will watch just to watch because it, like let's say tomorrow or next week they were just like all right all the keys have been given out um we don't have a, a release date yet uh but those who do have it a can play the beta for x number of months until we close it down. Um viewership is going to fall off a cliff, but people will still watch because one they I mean if that's their only outlet for a game they're really excited about, people will tune in if only to, you know, look at what kind of builds um, you know, top streamers are putting together. People are going to be wanting if that's their only way to learn how a map works or learn how like a good team coordinates or just it's what they like i mean people will watch just for fun um but it will fall off a cliff and i think right now it's like because there is something on the line and there's no telling if you're going to get it i mean that it's basically what a casino is right like you go in with the prospect of winning money and you don't know how long it's going to take for you to win money so you're just going to stick around until it happens and that's how people wind up frustrated and you know in they won't be broke in this case but i mean maybe they'll just be like Have wasted a lot of time for a (laughs) thing that they just aren't destined to get and it's not going to be their fault it's just going to be there's only so many keys to go around or or they just had bad luck um i think what i'd be interested to know and there's no way to ever know this but i would love to have a behind the scenes look at why riot chose twitch over mixer why they Chose Twitch at, at at present as their only means for this beta access. What streamers they chose up front and why, um, and just like kind of what some of the stream what streamers who are big, like I noticed that some of them when they're streaming have drops enabled and then they don't have drops enabled. So like, how is that getting passed around? Because like, surely the people who have drops enabled are going to get the the lion's share of viewership which translates to just money in their pocket. I mean, they're getting a cut of all the pre-roll ads. They're getting a cut of everyone that's... I mean, even if they don't get a single follow or a sub off of it, they're just getting ad content. So you figure there's decisions that are happening behind the scenes where people, be it Riot or Twitch, have decided who will be making the money and how and when and for how long. Um, And I'm sure people will still tune in to watch those big streamers because it's just big right now, even if the drops are off. But, like, that's just – I I don't know. These are questions that, like, intrigue me because, like, there's a lot of money being had right now. Like, Amazon and Twitch by proxy – or Twitch and Amazon by proxy are making boatloads of cash when they have these kinds of events. I think we actually will probably see more of them in the future um, depending on how this all pans out and if it was really worth it to them you may see more drop enabled betas down the pike you know
0: it's it's i think win-win all around at the moment because like you say these big streamers are getting this insane amount of exposure um and you know i agree yeah once drops go off there'll probably be a, a a fall a fall off in viewership but i mean i've still seen some of these top streamers with huge numbers even when drops aren't on you know uh, and admittedly a lot of the chat is just going drops 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 right because they still think maybe they they can get one but even with the drops off huge huge numbers right now um, because obviously there's a lot of hype there's a lot of popularity um i have a feeling when it comes down to the the mixer versus twitch argument obviously we know twitch has got the lion's share in terms of viewership and hours watched uh compared to the likes of mixer um which makes me think if i was riot that would be an easy decision to go well where are most of the viewers at already right now um plus they've got these big names like you know these these ex um counter-strike people like summit you know uh x overwatch players like xqc you know these these pro players that can probably showcase the game in a really good way admittedly yeah has got like the likes of shroud but I don't know if we'd be seeing a quarter of a million people in one stream if it was mixer you know what I'm saying like and I think that mixer would have had to put up a lot of money to get to secure that deal if that was a deal they wanted to do uh, to me it seems like well this is kind of an obvious it's like a no-brainer in, in a sense um, it is interesting you bring up the point about you know them controlling maybe which streamers are getting that exposure I mean I, I, I saw summit specifically he was on for 18 and a half hours the other day straight you know doing that stream because obviously he knows now is the time to to grind and get these these people and and there are good business yeah and and you know what regardless of people can say well yeah there's a lot of like bots or people that are just farming keys but there's still going to be a lot of people that are exposed to that streamer that are going to turn around and go well i like this i like it here i'm going to stick around because you don't have a quarter of a million people in a stream and not have some significant growth that way or at least
3: retain the name i mean they'll remember it you know i mean like if if you've if you've spent two plus hours waiting in a stream you're going to remember the streamer's name like you you can't not and like you know on top of that you've got their their stingers and their own branding and like you know their pop-ups and their alerts and then they go raid somebody like you know um i was checking out some of no i was checking out uh gigs at one point and he was just like somebody's like oh man you're doing really well today he's like yeah well dr lupa came through and like dropped me like a huge raid like (laughs) it's also a way for them to to kind of rep each other too yeah um absolutely a lot of money is being made right now i just i wonder like with with shroud and ninja going to mixer and you know um Twitch clapping back and being like, all right, well, we're keeping Lupo, we're keeping Tim the Tatman, like, you know, and it being like, well, if the competition's doing this, we're going to do that too. Will we see that happen with Mixer in the future where you have, like, private betas going through them? Mm. You know, I like, I mean, I can't, uh, I maybe I'm wrong, but, like, is has there been an equivalency in terms of a big game where people, where there's been this much hype and there's been this type of distribution to early access as this through twitch or through really through any i guess broadcast service but like i can't I, think of it i know
0: there's been twitch drops in the past like that's a thing and i think uh, i know of the warzone uh warframe one specifically um where it was just like loot in game and I, my i have uh, family members that play a lot of warframe that you know would they don't normally watch twitch particularly and, and they were watching streams to try and get that loot in game um i think that's a proven um what's the word i'm looking for it's it's a proven uh method right twitch probably have all this data to say okay so this game enabled drops for this item or whatever and here's the bump in their viewership here is the bump in their game sales or their player base or whatever right um i think twitch probably have that data to be able to say this works right and clearly it works uh, and you know everybody's everybody's winning right now uh i mean obviously i think if you're a streamer that doesn't play valorant you're maybe not winning right now um you know because there's just so much hype around it and people are are gravitating to these huge streams what i would love to know and we'll probably never know right but i would be fascinated to know if uh, over the past few months there's been a lot of streamers changing platforms and uh you might have seen the docs uh, announcement video recently where he announced he's staying on twitch and he had the big over-the-top video where he's jumping out of a plane and and you know classic doc style i would love to know if twitch said that when they were in their their negotiations with these streamers going hey you could move to mixer here's our deal but also we have this thing coming with riot which could yeah. you know you'll we'll, we'll make sure you get drops because as a as a you know if you're tim the Tapman man or you're summit and you're thinking about moving platforms this is huge you know you if this game blows up the same way fortnite did which i don't know if it will because it's, it's obviously not the same game as fortnite but there could be a, a ninja effect right where a streamer does get this hype and this just blows up you know um certainly the numbers we're seeing now are similar to the ninja glory days of fortnite right so i'm very curious if if twitch kind of leveraged this to say hey maybe stay on our platform because we got these kind of things coming and i would love to see other companies do similar things in uh, in future with this as well
3: i mean i'd be curious to hear from from pigeon or kibbles or, or anyone really like what could be the negative repercussions of this kind of rollout like, I mean, you know, you figure you, you have a... It's a public but closed beta, but, like, it's not about getting a pre-order. You know, like, traditionally, like, that's that's been one method. You, you pre-order the game, you get to play it a couple weeks early. You know, that's a thing. Now it's, like, it's being done almost through a lottery. Clearly a lot of money is being made by a second party uh, separate from the publisher, you know, like... And some people aren't going to get keys. You know, at least you know if you pre-ordered, you know, say, like, some you know, old Battlefront game, like, you know, you got to play it, like, three weeks before everyone else, like, yeah. I, I I, guess I'd be curious to see, like, how could this break bad? Or, like, how might this sour the experience for people who don't wind up with that key?
1: See, that's that's exactly where it lies, I think. I think the exclusivity of the drops is partial to the viewership and the excitement, but once the game actually launches, like, people are going to be out there playing it. On their own they're not necessarily gonna be watching streams for that that launch period unless obviously they don't have a copy which is for me one of the reasons you watch someone play these games um i've seen a bit of controversy already with people doing like re-rolls of their 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 game sessions with the drops on which is literally like yeah playing that just doing a play but like well obviously it's like a uh unwritten rule don't do that shit but some people some people have commented on people that have done rerolls, reruns with the drops on their streams. So that's kind of controversial to the, the current situation as well.
0: True, true. I mean, I think definitely the one of the downsides I could see would be if you are that person that's watched 72 hours of Valorant and you haven't got a key yet, when you get that key, do you still want to play the game? You know, yeah. you've seen it... <laughs> you know every way possible at that point are you going to be burnt out on it are you still going to want to jump in and play um i think it's probably possible to burn out just from watching the game and kind of seeing all you need to see um but i really have to you know take the hat off to to riot i think it's genius marketing what they're doing right they're they're just they're building so much hype because I do feel like eventually sooner or later, you know, everyone's going to get into it, and oh, this yeah. way, everyone's talking about it, right? Like that's just, you know, I'm I'm messaging friends, like, did you get a drop yet? No, oh, I did, and like, you know, trying to set up game sessions, and it's it's just it's exciting right now. Uh, but I, speaking as someone who was lucky enough to get a key early, um, hmm. I, I really do think in this case for pretty much all parties involved the positive outweighs the negative for me but i mean that's that's just my my point of view it's it's good i will be i'll you're be allowed, very you're curious
1: allowed, you're allowed to say it man <laughs> yeah no i mean
0: i don't want to rub it into anyone who doesn't have a key you know you <laughs> feel bad but <laughs> um i i am very curious to see what's going to happen when uh you know when the game's out in the wild properly when the drops are no longer a thing. Um, I do think there'll be a bump in viewership, at least for a while. Certainly, there's going to be big tournaments. There's going to be all sorts of, uh, you know, exciting things happening. And, uh, yeah, I, I just hope the hype continues. I really do.
2: Yeah, it all just kind of depends on how they, how Riot handles it from here on. Yeah. Because they could drop the ball hard. <laughs> or they could. it could be the next big thing on Twitch and just stay like that. The next on-dying machine. <laughs>
0: I think it would be very nice to have a, a a a game so huge that's not a battle royale again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we are maybe starting to get out of the um, the the sort of battle royale days, uh, but you know, who's who's to know what's going to be the next big genre? But it's it's cool to see a game that feels like an old school game um, getting so much hype. Just my thoughts anyone got anything else or are we I think we're kind of getting near the end of the show here
3: I just hope that it maybe encourages twitch to explore drops for more titles mm-hmm. beyond just sort of like the, the core big AAA games mm. um, obviously it requires um, uh, coordination and partnership with the developer and the developer has to maybe even create additional content that can be given away as a drop but like right now I'm I'm pretty invested in twitch. I have, you know, like, uh, a fair number of subs to channels that I want to support. You know, I'm on it all the time, but, like, I don't need a Twitch Prime because, like, I just, you know, I I pay for subs already. So, like, but right now, the only kind of freebie reward is really just for Twitch Prime people. Mm -hmm. And, like, drops are a thing that kind of levels and economizes the playing field for everybody if you like a game and the developer and Twitch have agreed that drops are gonna be possible, then this same kind of like, you win, I win, the viewers win, and everyone's happy, and people are making money off of it, like, if, if that can work for this, I'd be interested to see if it'll work for things beyond just pure ad promotion for like new content that's being rolled out, and see it more through, you know, things like, as you mentioned, Warframe, you know, dropping gear for people that are just watching those streams. Cause right now it's like, you know, bungee hype, like, oh, we've got all this, like, you know, stuff that's coming to Twitch. And it's like, well, I don't have Prime.
0: But I'm even if you do, if you're a player, <laughs> you've got most of this stuff already, right? Right. The Prime but, I mean, stuff was bungee. If, if,
3: if there was like a rarity, you know. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, for... yeah.
0: It would be cool to have drops enabled bungee streams, um, you know, to say, well, tokens. you've got a chance to get have tokens. tokens. An exotic engram if you're really lucky, like Something like that. it might not affect the hardcore that are playing all the time and have all this gear already but like you know i i didn't see any bump uh in the directory when the prime maybe you guys did i don't know but the whole prime rewards for destiny i don't i feel like it fell flat
3: can you imagine though if there were like ascendant shards or like um, golf balls?
0: (laughs) yeah or, or the golf balls
3: like as a drop like people would be fucking tuning in yeah like just just for the chance of getting because it's like rarity has got to be part of it you Mm -hmm. have to have rarity if it's if it's just like oh you can get like you know a free shirt in PUBG, and it's like a brown polo people like (laughs) the fuck do i want that for you know what i mean like like, (laughs) overwatch does this thing where it'll be
2: you watch and they Hammer it out specifically. You watch two hours, four hours, six hours, and you get this drop, this drop, this drop. And okay. it's uh spray, spray, and then a skin, is what they usually do. And there will be big bumps. And the really nice thing is it's not just for partners for that, which I didn't know until <laughs> someone came in my stream one day and they said, Why don't you have drops enabled? And I go, I can't. What? I can't do that. And they go, No, you just, just <laughs> click here. It's like, Holy shit, I can. <laughs> I'm putting that in my title.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I yeah. think we'll definitely see more. I think obviously this is, if they if remove away from the whole ad side of things, like, it could be it could have so much potential for devs to get people to test their game and advertise their game. I'm staying away from advertising. I mean, kind of let someone try it out and people get the interest, like, built through that. Yeah. And it, it could add to the creative process rather than just being a big, like, additive sort of thing for revenue streams
0: yeah i mean it feels like riot planned this all along right this was kind of always the strategy it doesn't like you say it doesn't feel like an add-on last minute oh let's do drops it feels like it was meant this way and i take your point like if developers could be developing a game with this kind of thing in mind it could be huge yeah Alrighty, well, I think that is about it. Um, we talked for a lot longer than I expected about just a couple of things. Um, so we will wrap up here. First of all, Grog, where can people find you on the internet? What you got coming up? Shout out, everything.
3: Um, people can find me on Twitter at Gamer underscore Grog. Um, because it wasn't taken at the time (laughs) um you can find me on twitch at just underscore grog uh, and also on youtube at at the same handle um yeah i'm i I stream four days a week now uh with working from home and staying at home like that's allowed me to kind of explore what streaming more looks like uh things are going well Uh, i want to just kind of like do um, a little more content creation in the future so i'm trying to work on my editing skills
0: nice awesome make sure and follow them kibbles do the same all right you can find
2: me at the mighty kibbles on twitch youtube TikTok, twitter uh instagram i don't post on there very often so probably don't follow me on there but the other (laughs) ones i'm active on and then i guess twitter is the mighty kibbles because twitter and their length of usernames hey um i stream like seven days a week (laughs) I I might take a Saturday off here and there, because, oh boy. (laughs) But um, I'm a variety streamer, stream a whole bunch of different things. I'm doing a whole lot of Warzone lately. So, yeah.
0: We still need to play Warzone together, man. Yes, we do. We need to play more. (laughs) Uh, Cool. And uh, Pigeon, our special guest, where can people find you? Shut yourself out. Plug anything. Yeah. Obviously,
1: we spoke about Twitter, so first protocol was my Twitter, Pigeon. Built in an exotic manner, P-I-G-I triple N with an <laughs> underscore. Uh, Twitch, you'll find me at forward slash pigeon again. Uh, been playing Destiny, fell fantasy, and in the coming weeks I actually have a PC coming in. My first PC. Yeah. Nice. So we we are we're going full scale upgrades, so should be good.
0: That's awesome. I saw those specs. They look they look nice, man
1: yeah did you know um, it's, it's a dream did honestly i
0: imagine i feel like you tweeted out a picture of all the parts uh i didn't the post the
1: processor oh looks so good were you man. worried about the processor yeah, yeah it's, uh, people were <laughs> going where, where where's your where's your processor i was like oh it's in a blue box behind it all <laughs> <laughs> i didn't
0: i didn't notice to be fair i'm not much of a computer guy but um no nah, it's exciting man i'm definitely hit me up once that's all built and we'll, we'll play some games absolutely yeah uh link for all these people by the way is in the chat um my name's condi fly you find me on twitch twitter uh twitter has an extra why because they banned me um but i found a way around it you know um and uh, youtube uh i'm kind of the same streaming at the moment seven days a week uh because quarantine and nothing else to do um but the most important thing is that you follow the podcast on uh twitter it is at zero strategy pod um if you're listening on spotify or you're watching us on YouTube, uh, consider coming by the live stream, twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast. You can come and ask us questions live and hang out and talk to the wonderful people in the community. Um, Thank you all very, very much for watching. Um, And we are going to go and uh, raid somebody here. So please feel free to stick around for that. Um, Thank you very much for your time. And we will see you guys next time. Take it easy.
1: Cheers, guys.